everyone, and welcome back to the podcast 4.0 in Life with me, your host, Dina, acing my life every single day the best way I know how to. Just kidding, definitely not acing it, but in my eyes, I think I'm doing a pretty great job. So I'm sitting here today, coffee is almost done. Um, I don't know why. I love when you have a latte and like the foam like just the residue of the foam just rings the cup perfectly. I don't know. That probably would drive some people absolutely insane. But for me, it's like, oh, we're doing a good job here. So yesterday, we finally had a taste of summer here in Jersey. It was like 80 degrees. It was super hot. Um, I did a great job by applying my SPF. I put it on my face. I wore a hat. Uh, but I also took it off at some point. It was one of those like bamboo, like wide, long rim hats that if you were to, I don't know, lean over your child, you can cover them too. But hey, right, we're benefiting not just covering the face, but also the neck area, the decoche area, which is also thin skin. So another area that tends, um, we forget to moisturize or we forget to protect and then early signs of aging. So protecting that area. Um you know, lathered up the kiddos. I use Earth Mama Organics SPF. They have an uber sensitive kid one and um, my little ones have sensitive skin. So that works perfectly. I use it on myself as well. Um, It's great for those who have any eczema, psoriasis. It works wonderfully. And then also mine, I have the tinted mineral sunscreen that I use on my face. However, I forgot to apply it to my shoulders and my back. Um, so yeah, was a bright red tomato, not good. I, you know, most people are like, oh yeah, there's your base tan. Listen, I'm okay going all summer without that bronzy summer glow. If I want to do that, I'm going to use my tan towels and like, you know, faux suntan, if you will, because skin cancer is not in my agenda of things to do and accomplish in this life. So, um, quickly applied some CBD and some balm and uh, the redness is down a little bit, but I slept miserably because if anyone has ever had sunburn, which I think most people have, you just don't sleep well, right? You are dehydrated, your body aches. Um, So today it's going to be even hotter. I think at seven o'clock, it was already like 72 degrees. It's going to be hot and humid. The cactus was on the weather app thing, kind of like warning you like, hey, it's going to feel like a desert. So we're going to go outside again because we have that sunny and fun slide. If you didn't see uh, my stories yesterday on thequeenbuzz.com, I posted the slide that we set up that we got and then we have um, like not a pool, a big pool, but like a good decent sized pool for the kids. And quite frankly, if I sit in it, it's like that's great for me. Um, so we're gonna go back out, but today I figured I'm just going to take the whole tube of sunscreen and just lather myself up and I'll be good. And also I'm going to limit the amount of time in the sun. Um, also I get super scared because I lathered the kids up and the kids were protected. Now some sunscreens, the kids get burnt and it's scary because you got to be really careful. With the Earth Mama Organics, not only is it clean ingredients, but the kids were covered from head to toe and they didn't get any burns or anything like that. Um, But we are still going to limit the amount of time we are in the sun because that can also be an issue uh, regardless if you have SPF or not. You just don't want to overdo it in the sun. 
So yeah, we're gonna be careful of that. And some people are like, oh, you're just not made for the summer. No, it's not that I'm not made for the summer, Becky. It's just clearly I, again, don't want skin cancer, nor do I enjoy having sunburn. That's not fun for anybody. So no, I don't like the beach. I think it's a great place. I, I want to say I love the beach. Um, but I just don't, I'm not one of those people that's like, let's go in the beach and roll out our towels and just sit in the sun all day and bake. Like my sisters used to do that. And when I went with them, which was one out of the 1 million times they went, I was the one under the umbrella the whole time, the entire time, because it's not my thing. It's just not burning and baking in the sun and laying there. Like, you know what? Listen, it's a long nap. It's nice. But I'm going to do it undercover. I'm going to bring a good book. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm not. Yeah. Let's just bake in the sun. I'm going to be sizzling. No, no, no. All right. So let's get into today's topic. Um, I'm very excited about today. Very excited about today. Because yesterday I woke up 6 o'clock because summer vacation, but my daughter's like, hey, I'm just going to bang on the crib until you get me out of here. And she was going to town. So I got up early and the night prior I was baking, we made uh, my husband for his new job, we made him little mini bunt cakes. And I used the Go Nana's red velvet banana bread, which is so good because it's gluten-free, vegan, and nut-free. Um, yum, yum, yum. And then I told my husband, all right, you know, I'm, whenever I bake, I'll make a reel, I'll post it on Instagram. Yes. Yes. I'm getting to the TikTok side of life. It's taking me some time. I am not against TikTok. It just, for me, I feel like Instagram is where I'll do my baking and TikTok is more of the parody kind of vibe, if you will. So we'll do that over there. And for both Instagram, it's obviously my handle, the queen buzz, D-O-T-com. So the queen buzz.com. And then on TikTok, it's the Queen Buzz. Anywho, so I then started it's like seven o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, it's seven o'clock in the morning. I'm drizzling melted chocolate on top of the bun cake. I'm, you know, shaking the confectionery sugar. My husband cuts into it. You see like the ooziness of the chocolate. It's just so yummy. And then we eat it. And it's really, 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 really good. And I don't feel that guilty because realistically it's banana bread, right? And Yum. So that was my breakfast. I post the video. It's around like 730 in the morning. And I'm like, I don't even look at my phone for the rest of the day because we're planning what we're going to do. We were having my mom over. We're making pizzas in our uni oven. I love the uni oven. It's so good. If you did not get one during COVID, um, you got to just snap out of it. My husband got it for Christmas this past year. And the pizza is just, oh my God. Like I've had pizza in Italy. Okay. And it just reminded me like throwback of just being in – where was I? Uh, Bologna? Yeah, when I was in Bologna and staying along the beach area. And there was this one pizza spot that we just kept going back to because it was just so good. So, I mean, yeah, it just – it instantly when I eat the pizza, I'm in Bologna. I am enjoying the pizza and it's so yummy. It's so good. So the makers of the uni, uni oven, pure genius, pure genius. Um. So we did that and I I think it was around – it was like two hours later or something like that. I just wanted to pop on Instagram and I was going to post like a little story of the day, if you will. And when I opened it, the hearts, like your likes said 100. And I was like, 
like I quickly screenshotted it because I was like, did I sign into the wrong account? Like, <laughs> listen, I am just I, – I call myself like a mini blogger. I used to very much be involved in blogging, blogging. This was over like what? This is 12 years ago. This is before Instagram Live. This is be- Instagram was just starting. Instagram was just this new app that opened and you would take pictures and you would post it. Um, that was Instagram. There was no videos, reels, lives, none of that. So that was my blogging days. And my blogging days consisted of growing your YouTube page, which I probably should have dedicated more time to because now YouTube is heavily saturated. And I mean that in a good way because, you know, shout out to all of the people who are on YouTube doing what they do best. Um, but it was YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And again, Facebook did not have lives or videos or anything of that. So your only way of showcasing a video was to upload a video from your camera. Like I had my Canon and that was how you got your views. So for me, I'm like 100 likes. Like what did I post? Like what did I post was I have no idea. (laughs) So it turns out it was my GoNanas video. And I'm like, this is so cool. I got 100 likes and I didn't even think to check the views. Two hours later, I checked the views. Again, it's 9,000 views. Now, you guys are probably like, what's the big deal? Okay. So as a creator, right, you know, someone who's just like a small-time blogger as myself, most of my videos, like the one video that I got the most, which was super cute, was my son kissing my daughter's hand, and I got 5,905 views. So I'm like, okay, it's probably like partially the song, right? Because if you pick a good song, it links up. But other than that, like I've gotten 600. um, My shoes got 1,400. um, I did a funny video once, 836. My other baking videos have 500. It's never been like this big. You know, I remember I got excited when I got 2,000 views on a thing. And I was like, oh, my God. Like I got emotional. And you're probably like, what are you getting emotional about? So like 10K. So right now, as of now, like this minute, I'm recording my podcast. It's 946 in the morning today on Sunday. I have 9,633. I so badly want to get to 10K by the end of the day, just so it's like this hoorah weekend. I have never had a video get that large. And that's big for me because I've been doing this for so long And it's an accomplishment. It's like when someone gets 10K of followers, like, you know, you made it. And for me, I only have, so I'm looking right now, I have 787 followers, which isn't a lot. You know, most bloggers have like 5K or more. I've never, I've never, never, ever, ever bought any of my followers. I'm so happy that I can say that on here. And for me, that's why this is such a big deal because so many people today go and buy their followers because they want to be recognized. But then the thing you have to remember is if you're buying your followers and you're only getting 25 likes, which now you really can't see because they have this whole like one name and others, you don't see that engagement. But the thing that people forget is on Instagram, you can see the views of your video. So I'm just going to go, let's see. I don't think my sister has any reels. Let's see. No, she doesn't have any reels. Oh, wait. Yes, she does. Oh, you can't see it? I thought you could see it. Oh, maybe because she's not public. Hold on. Let me think of someone who's public. Um, I don't know. Yeah, okay. 
So I went to Bog Bags. I know. <laughs> I love Bog Bags. I got mine during COVID. So so Bog Bags, I went on their site. Bog Bags has 84,700 followers. Go Bog Bags. So their last video um, with like a dog in the bag is 151 views. So you can see the amount of views. So when you go to my account, you can see my last video was a makeup video. I have 1,400 uh, views on it. And I posted that two hours ago. So it's not obviously getting um, as much hype as my last video, which was at already 9,000 with two hours. So again, you can see the clear engagement. Now, the thing is with 9,633 views, I only have, I think it's like up to 197 likes. So again, people on Instagram watch the videos and they scroll. Sometimes they like it, sometimes they don't. But still, the amount of views, like that just so made my day. Because it means that either A, I found, now I know it's not a time thing because I posted it the same time today as yesterday and it's not a time thing because it's not syncing up. Like it wasn't that. It could be, there's a couple things. It could be that the song I chose was really popular or steadily growing. Um, obviously the content, if the content's not great, no one's going to even continue watching for more than two seconds. So the content and then, you know, just finally like hashtagging and, you know, meeting the mark, you know, there's so many things in the social media game and it's constantly changing. Like the trends change, the hashtags change. Like that's the thing with TikTok. TikTok has hashtags that are trendy and then you know, the next day there's another trendy hashtag and you just have to constantly be involved and on that. For me, here's how I view it. I've always loved doing videos. I always love blogging and all that stuff. Um, for me, it's just posting things I thoroughly enjoy doing, baking, being a mom, all that stuff. And that's what works for me. So when I saw that, I quickly screenshotted the 100 hearts because I was like, no way. And then I remember after I saw how many views, I was like really giddy. I went outside to go clean the patio because I was prepping for like my mom and I was to go outside and I had my AirPods in and a song came on and it just got me all emotional. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is big. One, when I reach the 10K, again, I'm at 9,633. So anyone who's listening, can you please go to thequeenbuzz.com? It's thequeenbuzz.com. Instagram, look for my Go Nana's Red Velvet Bundt Cake video. Watch it, like it, love it. I just want to get to 10K before the end of the weekend. That is like bucket list check. Oh my God. Like I'm still giddy about it, you know? And then people are like, oh, but you have a podcast. You're doing all these big things. Like, yes, I am. And I'm so excited about everything I get to do, like with my Earth Mama um, influencer ship is that what you call it? influencership i get to be part of an awesome squad that legit sells awesome products i'm doing a video for them soon coming up with almost everything i have of theirs but it's like you know when you think about your views and your engagement that's your reminder like you can be on tiktok and you can be on instagram facebook you can be on any platform and make videos but when you finally reach that like mile marker of engagement that showcases that you you have a lot of people tuning in, that's when you know you're doing it right. Is it literally breaking my heart that my most recent video I posted this morning to test the algorithm is only at 1400? Yes. But I'm like, okay, so then that proves the content that I need to be doing is like my food, my baking, all that stuff. So I'm going to get on that. I'm going to get on that.
but I'm so excited. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, because my last Go Nana's video I did only had 312 um, views. So I thought baking, I was like, no, baking's not it. It's not baking. And then I did some mom videos and I was at 1200. I'm like, okay, that's the right way. But then boom, boom, I did it. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to jump on here. I was so excited. 10K all the way. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I even thought too for a while like it was the try-on videos and I, I spent like almost two hours doing this try-on video. I edited and everything and it was like meh and I'm like oh man. Oh and then which is really annoying after I did it they said that the audio wasn't allowed but it was literally the audio I took from Instagram. Like it was the Instagram audio I used. So it's not like I had music in the background or anything. So I was a little bummed about that. I was like what? So then I had to save it and re-upload it and the quality just went to so then the video kind of did poorly. So that kind of stinks. But uh, yeah, so um, this upcoming week is going to be a little different for me. I know I mentioned it to you guys. I'm going to do my best to get on here on Sunday, but I can't promise anything because Thursday I am undergoing um, surgery. As you guys know, or those of you don't, I have the BRCA variant, which means, and this is, you know, the thing. So it, that's, I have a higher case. Let me let me say the BRCA variant. You have a higher case of percentage of breast cancer, ovarian cancer. However, because I have the variant, the variant doesn't say yes, you have it. Doesn't say you're positive, positive. Um, and then it also doesn't say you're negative. So because the variant is unknown, if you will, until someone with the variant gets cancer, then it will be known what that variant then therefore stands for. However, what I didn't know and what many people don't know is if you have someone in your family who has cancer, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, you can get genetic testing. And when it's cut, when it's within your family, genetic testing is covered under your insurance. Um, even if it's not, it's something good to know because then you can find out your percentages if you have the gene, if you don't have the gene, because again, it's genetic. <laughs> So for me, I wound up going for genetic testing because my sister, I think she was getting like her hormones checked or whatever, and they found out my sister has the BRCA variant. So then because my sister has the BRCA variant and because my maternal grandmother and maternal great aunt had breast cancer, I therefore, in, you know, I have a line, a history of women in my family having breast cancer. So with that being said, uh, I tested for the BRCA variant and I have the variant. Um, I started undergoing and doing my mammograms earlier because normally you do it once you turn 40. I have to do a mammogram and an ultrasound. So I get each one of those. So it's every six months. So it's every six months a mammogram, every six months the ultrasound. And then I also get my ovaries checked. Now, the thing is with the mammogram and the ultrasound, that is a great way to detect and see if you have breast cancer because it is literally able to get the breast tissue and a great look at it. Unfortunately, you know, they do use an ultrasound to check the ovaries, but it is not as great as, you know, with the mammograms. So I would get, uh, it was every six months, I would get my ovaries checked and then I, you know, get my blood levels checked and all that. But as a very, very preventative, and I'm saying very, very preventative because, again, we don't know the BRCA variant if it's 
positive or negative, I'm getting my fallopian tubes removed because in the past years, they have seen that ovarian cancer actually is starting in the fallopian tubes. And then by a great chance yesterday on the Instagram reels, I see a hysterectomy. Now I'm not getting a hysterectomy, but they did show how they removed the uterus. Um, and then they showed where the fallopian tubes were. And I was like, ooh, I didn't want to watch that, but I did watch it. So um, I am having my fallopian tubes laparoscopically. Laparosc <laughs> did you hear the way I said that? Laparoscopic. Um, so I'll have three little uh, incisions. However, it's a recovery, right? I have to recover from it. So I'm going to do the best I can to be on with you guys on Sunday. And I will share that experience if I can. If not, I promise I will be back on the following Sunday um, to talk all about that and the recovery process for anyone that's interested in hearing how I'm going to 4.0 my life. Um, can't try for two weeks. Can't pick anything up over 10 pounds for four to six weeks, which is breaking my heart because <laughs> my littles. So again, like I told you, we're going to put the nuggets, lay them out all over the floor. We have two nuggets and we're just going to live on the floor for a month. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> All right. So on this beautiful day, I'm going to get upstairs and get ready to head outdoors. Enjoy this wonderful humidity, cactus-like weather. Again, if you are not following me, please do so. Whatever platform you're listening, whether it's a follow, subscribe, three dots, find it, do it, like, love. This way, you never, ever miss an episode with me every Sunday, 12 noon. You can follow me on the Instagram. It's thequeenbuzz.com, thequeenbuzz.com. Follow. Check out my bunt cake video so we can get that video to 10K before the weekend ends. And yeah, let's talk more next Sunday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.